Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's 534. We're back, Stephen David, Rock 102. Well, there are two of us here. Yeah, Steve was out late last night hmm. and uh, was watching Kid Rock and Forner <laughs> on the same damn stage. How great does that sound? I almost, guess almost worth not coming into work. I guess he got a little too much of something. So uh, he'll be back tomorrow. But there's plenty of stuff going on this morning, including some information about the Broadcasters Hall of Fame uh, event coming up on the 22nd of September. And also some reaction to President Biden and loan forgiveness for college students. You were talking about that just yesterday, Bax. I was. I only wish someone had taken half of my loans away back in the uh, in the 90s. That would have been terrific. And mine are paid up. It's 535. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551. And Guns N' Roses with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Steve's out. He'll be back again tomorrow. A little too much Kid Rock last night, apparently. We'll get the full details tomorrow when he returns. As for the weather, going to be pretty nice again today. Highs in the mid to high 80s with lots of sunshine. We might get some rain coming in tomorrow. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Yes, Steve himself is miles away today, so pinch hitting. Yours truly, Dave Coombs, on the Hollywood Trash. And I told you yesterday, and here it is today, Sylvester Stallone getting divorced. According to TMZ. You've been married to this woman for how long? 25 years. 25 years. Jennifer Flavin. And uh, he filed or she filed? Doesn't say, but she is accusing him of moving assets from their marital funds. So she wants their Palm Beach, Florida home and assets from anything he sells. Apparently, she might be the one filing, if you read between the lines there. That's too bad. Guy really thought he'd be, uh, you know, the kind of guy that once you, once you nab, you never want to, never want to let go of. Jennifer also says Sly may be hiding money from her. Now we first reported this yesterday because apparently folks had noticed an oddity with his tattoo, which used to be of his wife, and no longer is. It's a tattoo of Butkus, his dog from the Rocky movies. He covered up his wife with a dog. You gotta admit that's a little bit of an insult to uh, to his wife. I guess. But then again, that's why you don't. If it's not your children, I wouldn't put faces of people I know on my body on a tattoo. Well, do you have any tattoos at all? Uh, no. Do you ever plan to get a tattoo? Uh, the problem I I have no problem with getting a tattoo. Mm-hmm. My problem is deciding what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm so on the fence. I can't tell whether I want little puppy dogs or balloons mm-hmm. or. I don't know. Sheep? I don't know. Can't decide. As for Sylvester Stallone, he says, quote, I love my family. We are amicably and privately addressing some personal issues. Except when the money is involved. Then it's no longer amicable. Mm -hmm. On the other end of the spectrum in Hollywood, the love story between Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck takes a new turn. According to page six of the New York Post, the couple seen riding on the back of a speedboat on Lake Como. Off the coast of Tremezzo in Italy on Tuesday. It's their 
second wedding because they had a first one in Riceboro, Georgia recently. Oh, so this isn't uh, the honeymoon? Well, it's sort of both, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's more the so, honeymoon following their second wedding. So this, But this isn't like uh, the destination part. No, I think it's just the two of them. Okay. Because I'm, I'm all good with a destination wedding. Yeah. I, I, I don't really want to go anywhere. Well, it depends on where the destination is, I guess. Lake Como off the coast of Tremezzo sounds pretty nice. I don't know, maybe Palmer? Or Palmer wh- sounds like or, lovely, too. Or where? There's some great places in those towns. All right. Sammy Hagar revealed to Ultimate Classic Rock that the late Eddie Van Halen came to him in a dream and they wrote a song together. No kidding. Can't wait to hear that one. I also heard that uh, he said, this is uh, Sammy, mm-hmm. that if there were ever going to be a, like a Van, ha- a Van Halen reunion, mm-hmm. it would have to include Michael Anthony. Okay. He won't do it otherwise. Otherwise, it's a big fat no. No offense to to, to Wolfie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Michael's got to be in it. If it All ain't right. if it ain't Michael, it ain't nobody. TV news for you today: reporting that NBC will kick off its fall season with a three-hour Law and Order crossover event featuring casts from all three of the Law and Order shows. Oh boy! Organized Crime, Special Victims Unit, and then Law and Order itself. And they will consider, and they will uh, solve a crime in fifty-four minutes. I I've never seen a single show. Never. Nope. I know the sound effect that goes along with it, but no, I've not a, watched. But any that's of the not show. enough. No. Uh, well, you've had plenty plenty of opportunity. I know. I'm not a huge fan of it, frankly. Well, then I'm not going to get on board if you're not going to push but it. I wouldn't listen to me. For all you know, I could be a tremendous idiot. I wouldn't say that, Bax. Sorry. Right. As far as you know, maybe less than tremendous, but still an idiot. Hey, Greenfield is going to be celebrating the career of Academy Award-winning director Martin Scorsese. Yes, Greenfield. They'll be showcasing some of his movies during a month-long salute at the Greenfield Garden Cinemas. It'll happen this September. They're going to show all his uh, all his classics. Yes, they're going to start. September 1st, and the first movie in the Scorsese Film Festival, Bringing Out the Dead from 1999. That'll be in September 1st. Then the good movies after that. <laughs> Let's get the, dirt, the the crummy ones out of the way. Right, right. They're hoping that they can kind of slide that one in as the start. Casino, Raging Bull, Shutter Island, Cape Fear, The Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed, The Irishman, The Gangs of New York, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, and more. Mean Streets? Mean Streets will be shown September 14th. Nice. Did you say After Hours? Uh, I did not, and I do not see that on the list. That's an underrated Scorsese film with uh, Griffin Dunn. Oh, okay. It's actually pretty good. Hugo, also on the list. Yeah, I don't know that one. That'll be a matinee on my birthday, September 24th. Maybe I'll treat myself at the... Greenfield Garden Cinemas that day. Did you just drop a birthday bomb I, so that everyone gets you a gift or a card or something like Am I supposed to write this down? If I did, totally by mistake. Like, hell, that sounded like a mistake. That sounded like a shameful amount of pandering. <laughs> Possibly. As for that list, my favorite, I think Shutter Island. I really like that movie. I was watching Raging Bull again. Yep. And it's such a damn good movie. 
I mean, De Niro and Joe Pesci are phenomenal mm-hmm. in the in that film. Yep, phenomenal. Go watch that over and over again. As for uh, overrated, uh, I got to put The Irishman on there. And The Departed, I didn't... 7 a.m. It is 6 o'clock on Rock 102. We'll have highs near 90 today with lots of sunshine. Tomorrow, highs in the mid-80s with a 72% chance of rain. The weekend looks pretty good. The weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hey, the Red Sox blew another one last night, falling to Toronto 3-2 in 10 innings. For those of you scoring at home, first of all, congrats. Second of all, Boston seven games out of a playoff spot with 38 games remaining on the schedule. Things don't look so hot. Yankees are at Oakland tonight where they like to have sex in the stands at Ring Central Coliseum. They'll play against the A's this evening. The Mets will host Colorado. In golf, the TGL is here. Now, I guess you could say it stands for the Tiger Golf League, but I think really it's the tech-based golf league, and this is a joint announcement with Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy teaming up to fight against the Live Tour. The PGA's best players will commit to a 20-tournament schedule in which they'll compete against each other up to 17 times for average purses of $20 million. They'll play on a virtual course on live television during the evenings over the winter time, and people will be able to wager on these special golf events. It sounds pretty interesting. In football, the Patriots are in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders tomorrow night in their final preseason tune-up. And there was speculation about former Pats QB Tom Brady, now with Tampa Bay, who took a leave of absence recently, and some people saying, oh, he was uh, he was filming The Masked Singer, and people said, no, no, he was just on vacation with his family. Well, apparently, he might have been filming The Masked Singer. TMZ publishing a clip on its site showing Judge Ken Jeong speculating on the identity of one con- uh, t- contestant in a hummingbird costume. I think this could be the greatest of all time. He just got fined for not showing up to training camp because he is here on the mass singer this is seven time super bowl winner tom brady tom is it tom brady we'll have to wait and see Coming up, we're not going to have to wait and see about Dennis Rodman and his trip to Russia to save one of our star athletes. Bax has that story next in his View from the Couch on Rock 102. Are you ready? And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, when it comes to an international crisis, when it comes to a situation that demands a high level of diplomatic skill, when it comes to crafting a delicate level of statesmanship, there is no one more qualified to negotiate top-level agreements than two-time Defensive Player of the Year and five-time NBA champion Dennis Rodman. You may recall a few days ago, Dennis Rodman announced that he was ready to fly to Russia, meet with Vladimir Putin, and safely negotiate the release of imprisoned WNBA star Brittany Griner from her nine-year-long prison sentence. And while that news certainly created a long sigh of relief, I'm saddened to tell you that Dennis is no longer going to Russia. Why? Well, let's just say the trip has now been canceled after he was contacted by the U.S. State Department, who strongly urged him to curtail his international diplomatic efforts. Now, I don't know if the State Department feels that his skills will be 
better serve negotiating other international disagreements or if they felt that Dennis Rodman is some sort of an idiot. All I can tell you is the government has intervened by claiming that Dennis Rodman's involvement would, quote, only hinder and complicate their efforts to secure Brittany Griner's release. Of course, I should point out that the United States government hasn't exactly convinced the Russians to hand her over yet and that perhaps Dennis Rodman is the only man for the job. I've certainly seen enough episodes of Homeland to know that when sort of when discussions break down, you sometimes have to go with the craziest option. And since Claire Danes and Manny Patinkin are probably unavailable, the rest of the world was getting busy and ready to see a true professional at work. Well, not this time. This time, the government wants to resolve the Britney Griner fiasco without the help of Dennis Rodman leading the diplomatic corps. I personally think that's a mistake. The Russians aren't listening to reason now, but they might be willing to budge when faced with someone who is completely unreasonable. And in my mind, that is somebody, that somebody is five-time champion Dennis Rodman. But hey, in of my yappings, what's brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Bits and blades, big sale going on at Rocky's, DeWalt, Irwin, drill bits, paddle blades, impact drivers, screwdrivers, and more. About time to replace those dull bits and blades, don't you think? Sure it is. Don't miss the August bits and blades sale going on right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611. And Van Halen with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Steve's out today. He'll be back again tomorrow to tell us the story of meeting up with Kid Rock and the guys from Foreigner. Uh, indeed, I don't think he met anyone. <laughs> and, uh, and, and everybody in Foreigner... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're all hired hands. I yeah. mean, there's no one in Foreigner that you recall that's still in Foreigner. Yeah, no one. Yes, it's just a group of imposters playing Foreigner hits. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's the way it goes. Uh, speaking of imposters, Dennis Rodman, you covered during your view from the couch. I was thinking that um, you know if he's not going to Russia to save Brittany Griner, maybe we send him to the Basketball Hall of Fame and talk some sense into those guys well, about the Mayflower Marathon. I mean, that's closer to home for him, the basketball venue. All right, two things. Mm-hmm. One, never discount the talent of uh, of Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. You just think he's a basketball player. Well, clearly, mm-hmm. he's much more than that. He's right? an international diplomat, mm-hmm. and he's proven that time and time again. Okay. The fact that they're not letting him go mm-hmm. to release Brittany Griner. Yep. I don't agree with that decision at all. Clearly, he knows something that the rest of us don't. And then secondly, if you were going to send a Hall of Famer to uh, to try to smooth things over with the Basketball Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman might not be my first yeah, choice. I know. But having said that, I think he would have no effect on whether or not the Mayflower Marathon happened at the Hall of Fame right. at all. You Although, think- it's funny because you know, people are saying, well, why don't you get some uh, NBA players uh, to to contact the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me let me just go call them. Yeah. Hi, is this uh, is this Magic Johnson? Mm-hmm. Hey, Magic, you don't know me, but here's what I'd like you to do. Well, maybe not Magic Johnson. Maybe Greg Kite. Maybe he's not doing anything right now. I he- guarantee Greg Kite is not doing anything. <laughs> he would say, yeah, I'll go. See what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. You, 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 you aim too high, Max. Yeah, you're right. I should have been. I should have been looking more at like the the Brad Lowhouse <laughs> yes, uh, level. Yes, the former Iowa basketball star. Yeah, yes. I should have been looking at that. Yes, I don't think that would have helped. No, frankly, um, All right. it's it's not going to happen yeah. at the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, that's you, that's for sure. Do you think Brittany Griner, by the way, is somewhere in a jail cell right now, going, whew, "Man, dodged a bullet there. Thank God, Rodman's not coming." Listen, you you say what you want about Rodman. Mm-hmm. You, sure, he's got got a, a history of uh, unusual behavior mm-hmm. uh, he's uh you know kind of problematic in mm-hmm. in some ways but the dude was hanging out 
with the Korean with yeah. with a Korean dictator, and they were like pals. They're they're chumming around. Yeah. They're watching movies together. Probably having pillow fights. Uh, you know, you know, you're making snacks. Yeah, you know, they want to have like you know, they want to build bunk beds together so they have plenty of room for activities. Yeah, like uh, John Riley and uh, who is he with? And, brother, and, and, the, the and movie. Will Ferrell. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what they were doing. Right. Probably had night vision glasses. They want to do karate in the garage. Yeah. Those are the kinds of things I could see uh, Kim Jong Un and and. Uh, and Dennis Rodman doing together. Couldn't you see the same kind of thing with Vladimir Putin? Yeah, but you wouldn't want to brag about either one of those and put them on your resume. That's my point. Uh, I don't think he's doing this for a resume piece. Yeah. Right. I don't think Monster.com is going to be uh, moved by the fact that uh, you know, he's, he's, he's going there. But I think we underestimate the man's ability to be a diplomat. All right. He's a you know, to me he's a statesman. All right, if you insist. Well, it's not going to matter because the government has interceded and said, "No, you're not guess where you're not going." Right. Well, thank you're God. You're not going to Russia. Somebody had some common sense. But I still say hold out hope that he could go to the Basketball Hall of Fame and uh, maybe get things done. No. Now, I actually think he would be more successful in Russia. All right. I th- I, th- I think the Russians would be Easier to change their opinion about Brittany Griner than it would be for him to change the opinion of the Basketball Hall of Fame about the Mayflower Marathon. All right. Well, then, if we won't send him to the Basketball Hall of Fame, maybe he could go to the Broadcasters Hall of Fame and introduce you as the latest inductee in a couple of weeks. Nah, I've already selected somebody. Oh. And Dennis, and and you know, to be honest, uh, Dennis's plans were already set. He he would have still been in Russia on the twenty second of September. All right. Yeah, so yesterday uh, I got an email that uh, tickets are now available for the uh, the broadcast Hall of Fame luncheon. Wow! So if you uh, if you have ninety bucks burning a hole in your pocket mm-hmm. and you got nothing else to do but drive to the uh, Quincy Marriott on mm-hmm. the twenty second of September, uh, you could join me and a number of other luminaries getting inducted into uh, the uh, the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Well, 90 bucks is the exact cost of a ticket for the pickleball clinic that we talked about yesterday. It's well, going to take place in of, Westfield. This yeah. is kind of on the same level yeah. uh, as the pickleball, except the pickleball courts actually have a physical place to go, right? whereas the Broadcasters Hall of Fame uh, doesn't really. It's got a website you can go to. All and, right. Check out all the old broadcasters and how few Western Mass broadcasters are in there. Oh, well, you're fixing that. Well, yeah. I mean, we're uh, we're getting. I think we're now uh, like third or fourth mm-hmm. in, uh, in 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 the history of this Hall of Fame. But uh, yeah, uh, I've actually had people uh, message me about, hey, could could you get me tickets? Mm-hmm. Like I'm some sort of walking ticket master. Like these would be tickets for me to give. Well, don't you get uh, a share, an allotment of tickets, kind of like a baseball player when they go to a different city, they get like uh, four tickets that they can dispense to friends or family? Well, or? I had to submit the names of, of my guests. Mm-hmm. So it, it's uh, it's my wife and my parents, and that's it. That's I mean that's that's they can attend. That's all they can. That's all I could muster, and that's and then that's uh, and that's fine. I guess the station's uh, picking up a couple of tables and. You know, staff can go, and you know, I don't know right. anybody else. Well, but, I'm going, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not the guy you should be asking because mm-hmm. that because if you're asking me to buy you tickets, then that's ninety dollars that I would no longer have, and I'm really strapped for every ninety dollar increment that I can get my hands on. So, well, what do we get with that ticket? By the way, do we get uh, like some rubbery chicken and some cold vegetables, or is it going to be first I, class? I honestly don't know. Okay, what's on the menu? Choice I, of salmon or chicken, something like that. I have no idea. Okay, I, in fact, I don't. 
my guess is you're just going to get what they give you mm. and, and shut up. All, right. For all I know it could be like like sandwiches, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Okay, I'm already kind of feeling hungry. <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah I, I was at the the cigar for soldiers thing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people coming up to me and congratulating me on this, and I'm like, you know, it's September 22nd. It seems like it's a million years away. It's just, I mean, it just. It, it's just first. It's it's kind of hard to fathom that you're being inducted into anything, mm-hmm. and then to, and at this point, it's like, you know, it's cool. I'm really happy about it, but it's like it seems so far away that it's like I, I it hasn't really sunk in yet. Now, do you get a uh, framed certificate or a medallion or a little trophy or anything like that I, that you I, can display? I would like a medallion. Yeah, yeah, medallions would be pretty cool. All right, I haven't worn a medallion in I don't know how long. Yeah, it'd be like Flava Flav, right? Was he the one that wore the big... Uh... Well, that was a, uh, like a kitchen clock. Yeah, Yeah, because okay. he always knew what time it was. Right. Because yeah. he had the thing on a, 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 a clock around mm-hmm. his neck. Yeah. I would do that, All except right. it would seem like I was, you know, you know, almost mocking him, mm-hmm. which would, would not be the case. It would be out of pure respect. All right. But, nice medallion, uh, you know, I might uh, you know, unbutton my shirts a little lower to hey. show off my... Hall of Fame medallion? Mm-hmm. I really don't know. I don't right. know if they would get a like a bronze bust like you do at the Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I'd yep. like to see my face in bronze. Yep, and and there'd be no discrepancy because I know that baseball players have to decide. Like if they've been with numerous teams, they have to decide which ball cap will be displayed on that bronze bust at the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. You really, I mean, I know you've been with a few other radio stations, but really, it's been Rock 102. So, well, this is the only Massachusetts station I've right. worked for. So, right. you, you know, it, it would be this one. Mm-hmm. That that that's just a that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. There are some other people going in that could probably pick and choose what they want to do. Right. But for me, I really have many uh, many options. Mm-hmm. Well, um, perhaps we should check in with uh, Sean McDonough one more time, my buddy. Uh, I could hook us up sometime before the ceremony so we could maybe have you two guys discuss what you're going to do at the ceremonies because I know he's being inducted along with you. Yes. Would you no, like no, me to no, try no. and line up an interview at some point between yeah, now and September 22nd or not? Well, maybe. I yeah. mean, you know, he's a baseball guy. We yeah, always yeah. talk baseball with right. him. You know, if, right. If, if if that conversation peters out within the first five, six minutes, I think we could probably talk baseball for the rest of the time. Well, we better do it quick with the Red Sox currently. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the brink of mathematical elimination? Yes, sure. That's yeah. it. Yep. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 628 and Bob Seeger. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Lots of sunshine today. Highs in the mid to high 80s, maybe even 90. Tomorrow, same kind of temps, but a 70% chance of rain coming in for tomorrow. Time for Today I Learn. Pinch hitting for Steve. We'll be back tomorrow. What did you learn? Well, I was just reading this today uh, from the folks at Johns Hopkins, and you know it's got to be credible. When the nerds from Johns Hopkins chime in on something medical, it's amazing how much you can still learn about the human body. Like this, for instance. If you want a pill to kick in faster... Cut it in half. Well... That's not going to kick in faster. Although they do say if you chew a pill... But that's not... You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, because they taste terrible. Yeah, that too. If you take the pill and you want it to kick in faster, take it and then lie on your right side. It should hit your bloodstream a lot faster. This really? according to that new study out of Johns Hopkins. So in general, pills start to dissolve and absorb a little bit through the lining of your stomach. But it mostly happens through the lining of your intestines. And the pills end up 
closer to your intestines when you're lying on your right side. Okay. Well, and that's uh, that's good to know because right? I'm uh, some of the pills I take, I'm told not to lie down for a good 10 minutes. I don't pay attention to that, but I'm go. not supposed to lie down. Yes. Uh, taking them while standing or sitting up is okay. Lying on your back, not quite as good. And lying on your left side, the worst. The pill might take about 10 minutes to start working if you're on your right side. But if you're standing, the same pill will take 23 minutes to kick in. And if on your left side, up to an hour and 40 minutes. So don't take a pill and lie on your left side if you want it to kick in fast. Oh, okay. Well, again, uh, if you're taking like maintenance drugs or whatever, mm, yeah. then it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. what you do because right. it, uh, you know, it's it's a time release thing. Right. But for you know maybe an Advil, and I like to take four Advil before I play golf. Now I'm going to have to budget in a few minutes to lie on my right side after I take my Advil and before I play golf. Four Advil? What are you, like a Advil junkie? Are you, are you mainlining this stuff? Yeah, well, you know, you got to make it through. And I walked the whole... You're smoking it on a spoon? Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? I, if possible. I haven't tried that yet. Really? Yeah, maybe hmm. I should. You lacing it with anything? A lot, um, like, a, like a decon rat poison or uh, uh, bacon? Maybe a little Gatorade infused with bug spray because sometimes i'll get the bug spray yes. on me and then just by mistake i'll ingest a little i don't, bit of bug I don't spray. know anyone's ever been poisoned by that stuff along with a little suntan you know whatever what are you sunblock oil yeah well. right you yeah. must just pour that in your mouth good mixture yeah, there you go and that is today i learned with back Stephen dave 631 and the news coming up next on rock 102 634 we're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. We've got more rain coming tomorrow. Of course, we had that big storm the other day, and all that rain triggered a combined sewer overflow in Holyoke and Chicopee, sending discharge from both sewage collection systems into the Connecticut River. Do I need to go out there with my rhino septic uh, mobile tank? You could be the hero here, back. so you're right about that. Due to the overflow of sewage into the Connecticut River, apparently people are being asked not to come into contact with the Connecticut River in Chicopee, Holyoke, Springfield, West Springfield, Longmeadow, and Agawam. All right, give me a couple hours. I'll head out there now. I'll have my rhino tank down here in, like, I don't know, like uh, by 9 o'clock. And I will help. I If you need me to clear out your septic problems, I'm on call. Well, the warning is in effect for the next 48 hours. So maybe if you can reduce that by a few hours with your cleanup system. But I, I question whether or not your sewage sucker can separate the real water in the Connecticut River from the sewage. How does it do that? Well, listen, uh, there has been raw sewage in that river for years. Mm-hmm. And yet people still fish and swim and recreate all over that place well in any case don't come into contact with the connecticut river in those places for the next couple of days okay fine the hampton county da's office identified the victim of a homicide that occurred in springfield early saturday morning john rivera who was 29 of springfield identified as the victim of a fatal shooting that occurred at long hill street on saturday morning around 145 where authorities had responded to the report of a gunshot on the 100 block of Long Hill Street. It's just another shooting and another homicide in Springfield as we continue to roll through 2022. 
South Hadley and state police conducting an investigation at a home on Bach Lane just yesterday morning where power company workers had to cut the electricity. According to South Hadley Police Chief Jennifer Gunderson, officers, along with Mass State cops, executed a search warrant at this home around 922 in the morning. Just yesterday, after our show was over, or while our show was still in progress, the search warrant was part of a long-term investigation by the department on the unlawful possession, cultivation, and distribution of marijuana. So, in other words, they had a grow center in their house. Yes. And you know, the funny thing is, you know, the law states that you can have six plants for one adult mm-hmm. and as many as 12 plants for two. Okay. Do you have any idea how much weed you can grow with 12 plants? It's a lot of freaking weed. Have you tried? No. I, 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 but I know, I know people who have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the kind of yield that you can get, you couldn't... I, I, it would be a challenge to smoke that much weed <laughs> in a year from 12 plants. Well, you're distributing it to friends and family members and clients. At yeah, that I, know point. You, I know you can gift it, but yep. you, know, you can't be a cultivation center and mm-hmm. have like, say, ooh, I don't know, 200 plants in your house. Because, I mean, I, I mean, unless you're looking to, you know, create some sort of dispensary in your own home, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if the uh, the DIY approach mm. is uh, is approved by the federal government. No, or the Massachusetts government, for that matter. And in South Hadley, the man that was taken into custody, unidentified, according to the story I read. Now, usually they do identify the culprits and suspects here. He's a 64-year-old guy taken into custody. Mm. Which makes me think that he's a 64-year-old guy that may be prominent in town. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, oh. not, I'm not saying oh. for sure. All right. I mean, I don't know who that would be. South Hadley? Maybe. I mean, I got no names at the top of my head. I can't even tell you what the guy would be prominent for. But there must be a reason why they're not announcing his name. Okay. Well, we'll keep our finger on the pulse of that one. But it's, I mean, how it, in order to be busted for growing that much weed in your house, you got to be growing a lot of weed in your house. Right. I mean, really, because 12 plants is a lot of weed. More crime going on in Springfield. A nine-year-old girl had her bike stolen. Tylesha Wheeler wants it back. She told Western Mass News she's shocked and she's sad mad. Has she uh, looked in the basement of the Alamo? Is that where it would be? <laughs> is that where Pee Wee's bike was? No, <laughs> Dave. There is no basement in the Alamo. Oh, that's right. I forgot my history for a moment there. Anyway... Little Ms. Wheeler, the nine-year-old, woke up Tuesday morning, two wheels short. Her precious purple and black bike with the blue horn had been taken around 1 a.m. The family had a ring camera video, so they did capture an image of the suspect. Right. And where's she from? Springfield. Springfield? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bet you that uh, Bob the Bike Man Charlin's going to have a brand new bike waiting for her by the end of the week. Oh, yeah. he's That's what he does, right? That is what he does. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, all of a sudden that bike has been replaced with something even nicer. Uh, little Miss Wheeler's mom was the one that came forward to Western Mass News with the ring camera video, and she says neighbors in her neighborhood also have ring apps, and the same man seemed to have a busy night. Because he was spotted on five other ring cam videos trying to 
do some stuff in the backyards of other people's homes. Busy fella. So they're putting it out there as a warning to the folks in their neighborhood that uh, there might be more of that going on. And in the meantime, they hope that the purple and black bike with the blue horn is returned soon. In West Springfield, with the start of the Big E, now just weeks away, some people apparently addressed the problem of the roadways around the Big E, and they talked to Western Mass News about it. They posted a story about how bad the roadways are there around the Big E. Right. One person saying the road surface is worse than it's ever been. Hundreds, maybe thousands of potholes, according to one person, sunken sewer covers, and the new pavement on the old pavement, it makes you feel like, quote, you're driving a boat on water, end quote. Yeah, yeah, they make it almost sound unappealing to go to the Big E. But guess what? People are going to ignore all of that just to stand in line for three hours for a baked potato. Mm -hmm. Well, didn't you say yesterday or the day before that uh, you were supposed to be heading over there at one point and you had to walk, get out of your car and walk, or you just had to stay in your car because of a big traffic pile? Well, I I was not. (laughs) I had to walk across the street. That was was a problem. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the traffic was so bad on opening day that I was two and a half hours late to an appearance that I was supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm trying to find out information because uh, this often happens at the Big E where they have Joey Chestnut come into town. Yeah. You know, the the world's greatest eating champion. Yep. Yep. The hot dog guy. Yeah. Well, he just uh, he just broke another world record. Popcorn, right? Yeah. He ate 32 24-ounce servings of popcorn <laughs> in eight minutes unbelievable yeah he did it during like a like a minor league baseball game Mm -hmm. uh, between the indianapolis indians and the rochester red wings and uh crushing the previous record of only 28.5 servings of 24 ounces of popcorn in Mm -hmm. eight minutes crushing it i mean 32 servings yeah Unbelievable. Very impressive. One of America's greatest heroes, this guy. Well, and you're right. Maybe we could get him to the Big E, reach out. I mean. No, no. They they often have him there for like hot dog eating contests or cream, you know, know, like a. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, potato eating, whatever it could be. The the dude will eat anything. Well, the latest food I saw on MassLive.com this year is the bacon wrapped deep fried Oreo cookies. So maybe that could be his next conquest. I mean, mean, you, you can't even count that high. You give him ten minutes, he'll he'll eat the whole damn eat the whole damn thing. And, and how, do they, how does he stay trim and fit? By the way, that's what I've always wondered. Well, he does work out, yeah. And uh, you know, this is kind of like his full time gig. He mm-hmm. makes loads of money doing this, yep. and he has dozens of of uh, of records. And if they do bring him to the Big E, there's a very good chance that he'll be in the studio because he's been in the studio a couple of times. It's fascinating guy. People and- say people will say, "Oh my God, he's so gross, he's so disgusting." No. No, he is not. He mm-hmm. is heroic. He is a guy that overcomes adversity. He is a guy that has a challenge in mind, in his head, and he makes it happen. That to me, I I look at him with a measure of awe. Says the same guy who proclaimed Dennis Rodman a hero for attempting to go over and save Brittany Griner. Recently. Is there anyone here that can really <laughs> argue with me? I guess you're right. It's 643 on the back Steve and Dave show. Steve will be back tomorrow to tell us all about the Kid Rock concert last night. We've got a Mass Hat Award to give out next on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 649. Actually, almost 650. 
with Pearl Jam with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, Steve out. He was at the Kid Rock show late last night. He'll return tomorrow to tell us all about it. As for tomorrow, we're going to have rain, about 70% chance of it tomorrow with highs in the mid to high 80s. Today, though, the same kind of highs, close to 90 degrees with lots of sunshine. So enjoy it while you can. The weekend also looks pretty good Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if it's been uh, 22, 23 years, something like that, but Rock 102, again, is your home for New England Patriot football. Tomorrow night, the Patriots continue their preseason, wrap it up, in fact, against Las Vegas. The live Northampton Volkswagen pregame coverage begins at 5.30. Kickoff is at 8.15. You'll hear it right here on Rock 102 with Bob Soshi and Scott Zolak as they bring you all the play-by-play action. The Patriots are here and back again on Rock 102. Yeah, and this is an important one because you got to get the starters set for opening day at this point. I think Mac Jones needs more snaps, and hopefully there'll be more of the starters in the lineup. Well, this is going to be – I mean, this is really the final mm-hmm. chance, though, for the coaches and Belichick to see what they've got. Yeah. Because they've, they've got to make – like, everyone's now down to an 80-person roster. Right. Uh, and that's going to have to go down for like another. Got to get to fifty three, right? It's yeah, I think it's fifty. I was going to say fifty six, but I think fifty three is right. Yeah, they got you down to fifty three before yeah. week one, right? And so uh, these these games, while uh, they're important, I mean, wins and losses aren't the real thing. It's all about assessing the talent, and especially those who are sort of on the cusp, like you say, there with uh, you know maybe their futures in the balance. That's it. Yeah, so it should be exciting. A uh, great one to listen to. And plus, I saw that Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Raiders, he looked a little like overweight to me. I think he looks like he had a little too few too many cream hmm. puffs over the uh, listen to you fat shaming there. Just, uh, just saying. That's insensitive. I don't know how he can coach properly as big as he looks on TV. Yeah, like how did Andy Reid do it <laughs> right. and win them Super Bowls? Yes. Uh, the legendary Abe Gibron for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess yeah, it doesn't yeah, really you can be You can be a little chubby around the middle and, mm. and still be a great coach. Bill Parcells would be one. Mm, the big tuna. The big tuna. Yes. Yeah, good point. Hey, it's now 6.52 on the Back Steve and Dave Show. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. We've got a few mass hat awards that we could give out today. All right. At least one of them should go to Robert Francis Alexander. He's a 57 year old man arrested and accused of running a golf charity scam according to scottsdale arizona police so what he was doing was collecting money this past may through july on behalf of the wounded warrior project for a charity golf tournament at the silverleaf country club in the phoenix area the golf tournament did not exist and the wounded warrior project charity had no knowledge of his activity huh that's shameful to me Especially to do it under the guise of collecting money for such a great organization as the Wounded Warrior Project. Actually, anytime you're skimming money off the top for any charity, mm-hmm. it's a real dirtbag thing to do. Especially if you've got people who are relying on your don- on the larger donation from your alleged effort. Mm-hmm. He got about fourteen grand in total donations for a charity, a golf event that did not exist. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to great golf events here. We talked uh, earlier this week uh, with two different folks running golf tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think I'm still trying to get into the Carla Casenzi one there. 
That's for, a good tournament. For her late dad. That's a good tournament. Twin, Twin Hills. Twin Hills yeah. That's not too bad. I think you do very well at the one at uh, Fenway Golf, too. Mm. All right. If you like, uh, if you like uh, miniature golf, like every good-blooded, red-blooded American mm-hmm. man does. Yep. Here's another Mass Hat Award we could give out to the folks in Cassville, Missouri. The school district there bringing back spankings, according to the Springfield News Leader in Missouri. They're planning to discipline students by taking out a paddle and giving them wax if they misbehave during the school year this year. Really? Yeah. What? Nothing could possibly go wrong there. No. I can't imagine any teacher taking that for taking that a little too far. I, Mr. D'Amico took the paddle to me back in sixth grade in uh, Bennington, Vermont. Did you deserve it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you can't, uh, can't blame him. But he was kind of a... Uh, What's the word that uh, Sean Penn used in that movie? Dick. He was. Well, I, I mean, mean, well, okay, but was he driven to that? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but sometimes students can be real jerks. Yeah, I, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of class clown, yeah. acting up, not paying attention all the yeah. time. So yeah, I mean, well, I'm so I, glad you grew out all that. I probably did deserve it, although I don't think I deserve to be spanked because of it. I don't know. So I'm not sure know. I'm behind the plan in Cassville, Missouri. I, I, what can, do you think? I can see somebody wanting to do that to you. <laughs> well, I understand that. But what about the little kids? Well, I mean, it's... Do, do you think it's a good idea? No, I, I don't. And I don't think they necessarily learn their lesson that way. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think, you know, guilt and, uh, and uh, you know, I- I- emotional dressing down, mm. it tends to work pretty well, too. Mm. All right. So we're going to give out a Mass Hat Award to the... School district in Cassville, Missouri, and also one to the guy trying to skim money for a golf charity that didn't exist. I'm surprised you didn't give one to Gary Busey. You see the latest on him now? What's the latest? Gary Busey, 78, seen sitting in a public park in California with his pants down, smoking a cigar with his hands in his pants (laughs) after being charged with groping three women at a horror movie convention. Well, wait a minute now. If his pants are down and his hands are in his pants, then he's not doing anything because the pants are down, and if he's reaching down there, you see what I'm saying? Uh, Dude, listen, (laughs) this picture's online. It's all over the place. He's... He's working something up over there and uh, and smoking a cigar at the same time. You have well, got to give him credit for being very, very, very occupied. Aren't you supposed to smoke the cigar after you have? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. sexual escapade. That's 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 it. All right, that's it. Six fifty six with Bax, Steve, and Dave coming up next. The one between seven a.m. And 8 a.m. It's almost 7 o'clock on Rock 102. We'll have highs in the mid to high 80s for today with tons of sunshine. Tomorrow, the same kind of temps, but with a 70% chance of rain. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. If you have storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Hey, look at that. Red Sox lost another one. Toronto beat them in 10 innings, 3-2. Boston, seven games out of a wild card slot with 38 games to go. Meantime, Red Sox lefty Rich Hill is soon going to be 43. And he has a plan for next year. He says he's considering an atypical approach to next season. He says he'd like to sit out the first few months and then join a contender at midseason. He will be a free agent. Again, at the end of this year, his current record is 5-5 five and five with a sparkling 468 earned run average. Good luck to Rich Hill with that plan. 
Elsewhere in baseball, the Yankees are at Oakland tonight where they like to have sex in the stands at Ring Central Coliseum. The Mets are hosting Colorado. In football, the Patriots are in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders tomorrow night. Their final preseason tune-up you can hear right here on Rock 102, your home for Pats football in Western Mass all year long. And some quarterback news for you. Baker Mayfield, the erstwhile Cleveland Browns quarterback now with Carolina, has been named the starter for the Panthers this year, probably kind of by default. And Tom Brady not only vacationing recently with his family in the Bahamas, but still may have been taping an episode of The Masked Singer, TMZ blowing the whistle on that, showing a video clip featuring Judge Ken Jeong speculating that Brady was inside a hummingbird costume. We'll have that for you a little bit later on. And in golf, the TGL is here. Tiger Woods' new venture. Bax will talk about that next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Indeed, they're integrated. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you folks? I don't know about you, but I have to be completely out of entertainment options to spend more than an hour watching golf on television. Not that I won't enjoy it. Sometimes I do. But if there's a new episode of The Real Housewives to watch or Dr. Pimple Popper gets a marathon on TV, then guess what's happening to the golf? My point is, my attention span has really changed over the years. After 45, 50 minutes of watching golf on television, I start thinking about other things that I could do, like anything. So when I heard that Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy have reached a partnership with the PGA to bring you a full 15 weeks of the new primetime TGL, I thought, what the hell is that? Well, according to yesterday's presentation, the TGL will involve a series of technologically dependent 18-hole matches, which will be played on virtual golf courses at a yet-to-be-determined location. The matches will be played among six three-men teams between January and April, beginning in 2024. In renderings that were introduced yesterday, each course comes with bunkers and water hazards and authentic-looking putting greens to give you, the gullible viewer, the illusion that you're almost watching something real, when in fact, you're watching a technological fabrication of something that occasionally is too boring to watch when it's actually happening on outdoor courses. Listen, I'm sure some of you golf nuts and computer geeks will love this sort of thing, but for the rest of us, this feels like it's going to be the mass singer of golf. You still have to have talent enough to play, but nobody feels really all that great about watching it. Why? Because it's stupid. And yet, Tiger, Rory, and the PGA are banking on you, the gullible viewer, to watch a bunch of guys not play real golf. The bottom line is this. If I'm ever out of options and you see me watching TGL golf, I want you to grab the remote out of my hands and smash it with a bag full of hammers because I clearly don't deserve to be making my own decisions in life. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, Jeffrey, I need a new cord for this lamp. Or, Jeff, I need a new small bracket like this. Jeffrey's a hardware wizard, the kind of guy you're hoping to find at a hardware store. You'll find Jeffrey at the Palmer Rockies. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Pinkfield's Classic Rock at 710 and Pink Floyd. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. And we're not out of the drought yet, despite all the rain we got. And more coming tomorrow at about a 70% chance, but it's not going to be nearly enough 
Today, it's going to be pretty nice with highs in the mid to high 80s and lots of sunshine. So yesterday I told you about uh, the plan to uh, eliminate student loan debt by uh, by the government. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden went on TV yesterday, explained uh, what's going to happen and uh, what people can expect. You got like 45 million Americans with student loans. The plan is you uh, the government would forgive $10,000 in loans for borrowers who earn less than $125,000 a year and $20,000 for recipients of, of Pell Grants. Um, the also extended the moratorium on paying student loans through December 31st and capped repayment of undergraduate loans at 5% of the borrower's monthly income. Now, my problem with this is uh, I like the idea of saving money paying for college. I like to pay less for college. Mm-hmm. I think everybody uh, in their right minds would like to do this. But if, I'm, uh, if I've got, if the average cost of going to college in america is thirty five thousand dollars per year you multiply that by four it's one hundred and forty two thousand dollars if they take ten thousand dollars off of that i'm still paying one hundred and thirty two thousand dollars you know in theory it's a it's a wonderful thing but in reality i don't know how much it's really going to save anybody if you're talking about a 10 15 or even 20 year loan and I also think that, you know, the, the question isn't whether or not students amass a level of debt going to college. We really should be focused on the real question, and that is why the hell is college so damn expensive? Well, and you're also saying that uh, it was your suspicion that just because you're going to get uh, some relief on a loan in one regard, they're going to take the money from somewhere else in order to execute that plan. I'm not so sure that's the case, although Steve did point out yesterday that that's the case with almost anything. You quote Rob Peter to pay Paul in all of these situations. Yeah. But the, 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 one of the, the things that I, I was researching uh, the other day when we were, we were talking about this, so like the, since the 1980s when I went to college, the cost of an undergraduate degree has increased by 213 mm-hmm. percent at public schools and 129 percent at private schools. And then between 2008 and 2018, tuition prices have increased 36 percent just in, in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And the problem you have is that the median income in the United States during the same period of time, has only grown has only grown 2.1%. So the cost of living has lagged way behind the cost of an increase in in college tuition. Yeah. And to me, that's the kind of question we should be asking, not about forgiveness of debt, but why are they charging so much in the first place? Well, you should have tweeted about it. And then your comments might have wound up in the story on MassLive.com with reaction from Bay Staters to the big announcement yesterday from President Biden. Did you tweet about it? No. I know you talked about it at length about this time yesterday here on the show. Maybe you should have tweeted about it as well because Mass Attorney General Maura Healey did. And she was praising President Biden's plan, saying on the one hand, quote, life changing for so many people. However, she said, quote, there's more work to do to take the pressure off working families, end quote there. Another Twitter user quoted on MassLive.com's article, he took to his platform to express concern 
that they're still paying despite having no student loans. Kind of what you were saying. The cost of the education is exorbitant. Yeah. Uh, My tax dollars, this person tweeted, will go to help pay for other people's student loan debt. I don't have student loan debt, said this Twitter user. See, that's... And again, if you're a taxpayer and you're not going to college, you're not sending kids to college, you know... Debt doesn't just disappear. Right. It's got to get paid off. Someone is paying for this. It doesn't just evaporate. Yeah. And that's and that's the problem. What suffers as a result of this? Uh, this uh, this this the uh, you know this plan. Yeah. Because something has to fuel the uh, the cost of co- colleges aren't just going to lower tuition and their fees and room and board simply because the government is going to. You know, take away ten or twenty thousand dollars from each, uh, you know, each loan balance. They're going to continue to upgrade their costs. Yeah, someone is going to have to pay that, and you really have no choice in the matter in this regard. Whereas you do have a choice in where your tax money is going to go, depending on where you live. For instance, if you live in a school district that has high taxes, even though you don't have kids. That's your choice if you want to live in that community. Yeah. In this circumstance, you really don't have a choice. Well, the th- the thing about like if you're if you're paying taxes for your public school system, right, right? In in a very real way, that's a quality of life issue. Yes. I mean, you could you could sell your house for more in a district that has good schools, correct? Than if you were selling your house in a in a district that didn't. So you're getting other benefits on the side. Exactly. Even if you don't have a kid in school at that moment. As opposed to college, right. which is an elective choice by a family. You know, they the kid chooses to go to college. The parents choose to pay for college or choose to send their kids to college. And some kids don't. And so, you know, where you live isn't going to affect this. It may affect whether or not you qualify for like a Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're, you're in a... a in an economically depressed area and you're not making a lot, the Pell Grant's probably going to be available to you in a way where someone living in the suburbs would not. Other reaction from Bay Staters in the MassLive.com article under the hashtag student loan forgiveness, Devin writing in, I have zero dollars in student loan debt. I'm very happy for those who are getting some relief. It is possible, he said, to be happy for others, even if you aren't getting the same thing. All right. Fair point there. Mm -hmm. You know, be happy for other people. I mean, we're all in this together, right? Tosh G saying, I went to college for free and graduated with zero debt. I think more people need to experience the financial freedom that provides. I'm a little bit... uh, Okay, but what did he he do to get a a free education? It it doesn't say. It doesn't say. Did he have an athletic scholarship, uh, academic scholarship? How much? How hard did he have to work to get it for free? I'm guessing by looking at Tosh G, it wasn't an athletic scholarship. He seems like a smart guy just by looking at him. Well, it could be, but either either way, I mean, he was if if he was smart enough to get academic scholarships, right. then 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 good on him. Mm-hmm. But not every kid going to college has that has that ability. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Right. Some of the things that are that are affecting the cost of of college, financial aid, because a lot of students are are receiving it, whether it's 
you know, grants or, uh, or or whatever coming from the school that I, may offer financial aid. I got that from Wesleyan, or I wouldn't have been able yeah. to go to Wesleyan even then when it was a lot less expensive than it is now. Public funding around the country for state schools yep. has gone down yep. because they just simply can't keep up with the, uh, the increase of cost. Mm-hmm. The salary of professors, if you're a tenured professor, you're making good coin. Right. But if you're, you know, and universities will tell you, well, in order for us to have a good educational experience, you need to have professors who are tenured and mm-hmm. on on the faculty and you need to pay the, all those people. Also, there's a special social support that's been expanding. You know, back when I was uh, in college, you didn't have any support other than like the campus nurse that would give you a Sudafed when you got a when you're. <laughs> when you've been vomiting for six hours right uh that's about the extent of that and also you know you have to wonder if it's going to cost me sixty thousand dollars a year to send my kid to a private school does the kid have the ability or is he in a major that supports the kind of debt they will walk out of in other words if you if you're an english major Hello, and guilty as charged over here. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, there's lots of jobs available for people who speak English, but mm-hmm. you know, the you kind of have to decide what you want to do with a liberal arts major, and uh, maybe it's teaching, maybe it's being academic. Maybe. God forbid you're going to radio where there's absolutely no money, but the but you have to ask yourself, do I have to go to a sixty thousand dollar a year college? Right. Or can I get the same educational experience for the same job at a college that's going to cost me $28,000 a year yeah, I don't to think, attend? I don't think with my outcome and my career here in radio, and it's been 37 and a half, almost 38 years doing this job, I, I don't think it depended on my degree from a fine liberal arts school. I don't no. think anybody in radio who's ever hired me, or fired me for that matter, was impressed or not impressed with my college degree. But I did think, as an English major, I learned how to formulate my words and my opinions and in some way, it did help me for this job. What happened to that skill? I don't know. I, it's, it's, I'm, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, have, I, I have no regrets, mm-hmm. you know, going to college. I have mm-hmm. no regrets of where I went. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you know, if I were to go today, it's a $58,000 a year school. Right. And to me, because, you know, my, when my kids were, were applying, Marquette was a consideration. Mm-hmm. And it really boiled down to, hey, listen, you know, do you want to graduate college with a mortgage? Right. Or do you want to gra- graduate college with a car with a with a car payment? Yeah. And and the reality is it, that education at Marquette as good as it was is not worth $58,000 a year. Ask anybody that went there. What, yeah. Is is what you got out of this worth $60,000? You know, and most people will say Hell no. Yeah. I do think Bax there's a little bit of a value to having a small loan to pay off a manageable loan. Yeah. I remember clearly when I paid off my last college loan payment to college, I was 34 years old. Mm-hmm. That was a proud moment for me. I'm like, yes, I've done it. I've paid loan payments every month for 12 years or whatever I, it is. And- when I walked out of, out of school with the debt I had, and mm-hmm. it was, it was, you know, it became more manageable as I made more money through my right. career. It was right. very, very difficult early on. Sure. As it became more manageable, I, what I got out of that experience was a sense of responsibility. That's what I'm saying. That I may not have had. I, yes. don't, I don't regret having to pay them. Mm-hmm. 
but it's when you increase the value of a college education by 219 mm-hmm. percent it's untenable for most people right unless you're willing to go through a lifetime of paying that off yeah and even with a ten thousand dollar or twenty thousand dollar forgiveness you're still paying off a ton of money it, you know it, it's 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 like a, a band-aid for a larger problem that no one is willing to address, and that is how are colleges and universities getting away with charging people this amount for so little? Again, the smartest people I know right now are the ones that went into trades. Yep. You know, yep. electricians. Yep. Plumbers. Uh, you know, metal workers. I mean, you know, those are the those are the people that I'm most in awe of. They went into great jobs, great positions. They get paid well, and they'll be able to retire with their pensions, as opposed to the people that went to college and spent the next 25 years trying to get themselves out of unsolvable debt. Well, we're not going to solve the problems of the overexpense of a college education here on this show, but maybe Dennis Rodman. You know, that's, if he's not going to go to Russia to... Yeah, now get, he's got free time in yes, his hands. That's yeah. the guy to send. I'm saying. It's 723. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rockwell. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Back, Stephen, Dave on Rock 102. So we got the highs in the mid to high 80s for today with lots of sunshine. 70% chance of rain for tomorrow, but Saturday and Sunday are looking good. So we were talking about President Biden's new plan for loan forgiveness, and we're getting some phone calls on this. Uh, what were you saying now a minute ago? In New York, when I was there, uh, the education was really good. No matter what school you went to, it was always $10,000 a year, not including... Um, uh, room and board. Right. But for the tuition alone, it was $10,000 as of two years ago. I just moved out of there. But that was a, an education that you could really afford. And when my son left in 2014, he didn't have an incredible debt. But, I mean, I'm up here with UMass, and it's $43,000. It's yeah. $53,000 from New York. I move here, and it's still seventeen thousand dollars. So it's it's ridiculous, and and the and the the problem is, like I said, one of the things that's fueling the problem is that states around the country are investing less in their in their public schools, uh, public colleges, and that's putting the burden on the student and and in their families. So yeah, you got a great deal in New York. But I'm willing to bet yeah. you that you know, and on some level, there's a lot of schools in New York that still are very expensive and jacked up the price more than the increase that uh, that the state was willing to pay for it. So I mean, it's it's a total imbalance. It is. It's absolutely. It's, it's ridiculous what NYU, Columbia, what New York uh, Institute of Technology, any of the private colleges. My my other son went to St. John's. At the time, it was $38,000 a year with no room and board. You know, mm. it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And a lot of times, the bachelor's degree alone doesn't get you as far as you need to go. No, of course not. Where did you go to school? I went to New York Tech, and then I transferred over to Westchester Community College. Yeah. yeah. I'm only, I got a great education at the community college. I finished up in no time at all, so I started in a private college, which I could not afford any longer. Went to the community college, finished up in a very short time, got my career done. And I have to say, they got me job placement. It was what's more, what's per, what's more perfect than that? Yeah, and and you know the the the, the problem is people are going to get very excited about the ten thousand dollar forgiveness, but 
if you've got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan, ten thousand dollars doesn't do a whole hell of a lot for you. No, and they and you know this is what drives the children to stay home. Both of my children are were twenty seven when they left home. Kick them out. Get them out there on the street. Seven thirty five. With back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Bax, continuing on the school theme, we were just talking about the loan forgiveness plan from President Biden. No masks or COVID testing at one local school for the upcoming school year. The Westfield School Superintendent releasing the COVID-19 protocols for the new school year based on state recommendations. No masks, no COVID testing at Westfield schools. School beginning for students in grades 1 through 12 coming up. On August the 30th, geez, that'll be, that'll be already this coming Tuesday, I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? And the first day of school for kindergarten and preschool set for Tuesday, September 6th. I think this is a good development that um, I think we've been a little too stringent with the masks and the COVID testing. You know, most health experts or many are saying, okay, let's just get back to work and get back to school. Here. Yeah, but then we got the monkeypox. I know. And uh, when that's done, it'll be something else. Yeah, I don't think the monkeypox is going to be affecting preschoolers and kindergartners and younger students well, at let's some hope of these school not. systems, right? Let's hope not. Yes. Uh, we do have to stay away from the Connecticut River for another 48 hours. All that rain we, ha- <clears throat> we had earlier this week triggered a combined sewer overflow in Holyoke and Chicopee, sending discharge from both sewage collection systems into the Connecticut River. Discharge? Discharge. Is that what we're calling it? Yes. Can't we just call it duck a duck? Well, go ahead. It's sewage. That's it's not, what it is. It's not discharge. Discharge sounds like something that's coming out of you. This is something that's coming out of the ground. Well, you're a discharge expert all of a sudden just because you sucked the poo out of your RV, huh? All right, that is disgusting in every possible way. Right. What I did was a do-it-yourself mm-hmm. version of a septic clean-out. That's what I did. And, and I did it without spillage, without disaster, and and without problem. No problem at all. Well, the problem now is in the Connecticut River, at least for the next 48 hours. And due to that overflow, the city asking people not to come into contact with the Connecticut River in Chicopee, Holyoke, Springfield, West Springfield, Longmeadow, and Agawam. I don't know what else is left, frankly, but I guess it's safer outside those communities if well, you want to go swimming in the Connecticut. When the uh, when the time comes that that water flows into the state of Connecticut, that's their problem. Mm-hmm. My own town, seven inches of rain the other day. Yeah. It's like, you know, how is that even possible? Right. Yeah. You know, again, I, I when I saw that on TV the other night, I thought, well, that's got to be one of those typographical errors that they sometimes do on sure. local news. Sure. No, it wasn't. It was legitimately seven inches of, of rain. Doesn't make a dent in the drought conditions still. As we said earlier this week, it would take above average rainfall through September in order to fix the drought problems. Mark Liu woke up at 3 a.m. on Monday morning this week and climbed a tree, and he's still there. Why? The resident of Ashfield decided to take measures into his own hands when it was reported that some trees were coming down in his community. So he gathered some materials. He constructed a light platform. The 63-year-old scaled up a tree that's about a century old in Ashfield Lake Public Beach. He settled out on a large limb 18 up, 18 feet up, where he secured himself with nylon straps between the branches. He set up his folding chair 
and an umbrella, mm-hmm. and he began his one-man protest. He wants the century-old oak trees in Ashfield to remain standing, despite the problems they're having. Oh, boy. They do love their trees up there, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, at some point, you're going to want to come down to eat. Well, I, I maybe, maybe people can toss him stuff. Maybe he can grab some of the acorns up there. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, acorns taste terrible. Or, or, he, or he could just uh, fast. For a few days. Listen, I, I know you want to protest. I know you want to get your own way. I know you want to prevent things from going south on you. But mm-hmm. you know, did you think this whole thing out? Did yeah. you bring some provisions with you? What are you going to do if you go to the bathroom? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm in my 50s. The first thing I'm thinking about is, okay, where's the absolute nearest bathroom? There might be a discharge issue there. You're right. I mean, excuse me, sewage or whatever you call it. Whatever. It's yeah. the, that's yeah, when you get to a certain age, mm-hmm. the, the, you have to think about that. You got to plan. You got to map out the entire room. Mm-hmm. If you're stuck in a tree. You're being given very few options. This next story, Bax, requires a little show and twe- uh, show and tell between you and I. Oh boy. Or folks at home could do it as well. Yes. Joel Batista Vieira. Webster Chinese Restaurant. Put those into your search engine so you can look at the picture of the 42-year-old Webster man accused of setting fire to the Webster Chinese Restaurant and breaking into several other area restaurants. He pleaded not guilty in Worcester Superior Court just yesterday. He was indicted by a Worcester County grand jury earlier this month on charges in connection with a fire that destroyed the popular Wind Tiki Chinese Restaurant on Thompson Road in Webster. He's also facing charges in connection with break-ins at the Mexicali Mexican Grill on Worcester Road and Lake Pizza on Thompson Road. Worcester Superior Court Judge Valerie Yarhushus upheld his cash bail of $25,000. If posted, Batista Vieira must wear a GPS monitoring device Uh and stay away from the restaurants and not leave the state of Massachusetts. Do you see the picture of him in court now? He's having the time of his life. Right? He's so happy to be there. Yes, wearing a huge smile and a stylish Red Sox quarter zip pullover for his court appearance. You looking at that same yeah, photograph? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking. What's the name of the restaurant again? Uh, it's the, uh, let the see, Wind the, Tiki. The Wind Tiki. All right. Well, let's yep. see here. I mean, mm-hmm. is, did he try burning it down because of its bad uh, Yelp ratings? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And maybe that you know maybe that increase, increases Yelp ratings because maybe you get some sympathy for a place like that. You never know. I mean, that's a. I suppose that's a reason to uh, <sighs> to want to ruin the place. Yeah, yeah they don't. They don't really have great uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. But that's not. Uh, that's not to say that right. they're that this was deserved. Well, kudos to the MassLive.com photographer for catching <laughs> Joel Batista Vieira in mid guffaw mm. during that photograph. He seems to be having the time of his life. He does. By the way, do you see uh, they're saying that it was a 15-year-old kid that uh, set Antonio's grinders on fire on, yes. State, on State Street? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if, you're, if you live in that neighborhood mm-hmm. and you rely on Antonio's for your pizza, I mean, yes, there are other great pizza places to go to in the area. Uh, you know, Tony's up on Boston Road. Right. But you, can't, you can't miss with Tony's. Mm-hmm. But Antonio's is like one of those places. It's like a, it's an institution. And now some 15-year-old kid burns it down. Not as bad as the 11-year-old kid they caught in Boston earlier this week ripping off the vape shops, but still, 
All right, well, that kid that kid needed to vape. But yeah. this kid, at some point, is going to say, boy, I really wish we had some pizza. Right. And guess what? Yeah. You just burned your pizza place down. Yes, good going. Thanks from all of us. I hadn't even tried Antonio's yet. Well, and they have other locations. All right, I'll, I'll get on that. 743. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 750 and Def Leppard. But back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Steve was at the Kid Rock Show last night. He'll return to our show tomorrow, hopefully with some great stories. He uh, he, he texted last night and said, dude, I was uh, thinking I was going to be able to come in, but it's uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to come in tomorrow with all this great rock and roll mm-hmm. going on in Mansfield. <laughs> Mansfield. He went all the way up to Mansfield to see that show. So good for him. I can't wait to hear all the many stories. Yes, that'll be pretty much all of tomorrow's show. As for today, we're going to have pretty good weather. Highs in the mid to high 80s with lots of sunshine. Tomorrow, a 70% chance of rain. Then Saturday and Sunday looking pretty good. The uh, Big Bonk and Smoke returns to the Log Cabin on Wednesday, October 5th. Tickets are on sale now, and you just got to go to rock102.com to get them. Come enjoy a fun night of beautiful views off the side of Mount Tom. Your admission includes a few cigars from uh, the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam, an event t-shirt from GG Inc.'s Custom Printing, and... A premium food spread with hors d'oeuvres and dinner and dessert and more hors d'oeuvres and more dinner and extra dessert. Cigar smoking is not a safe alternative to cigarettes. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID to enter. It's the Big Bonk and Smoke, October 5th at the Log Cabin, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, the Tommy Carr Auto Group, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. At this moment, it's 751. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Redneck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from a woman who was working at a gas station in Detroit when a man came in and lit the place on fire because, well, let's let her explain. He came talking to me about how... Excuse me. He came talking to me about how he bought a uh, Swisher Leaf before. He's like, to me, it's not good and everything, and it has cologne on it. I told him, maybe, boss man, you're the one that's wearing cologne, and he just threw it and lit it on. The first thing I tried doing is grabbing a fire thing, and I just... Tried tweaking it off, nothing. The fire was just coming back up. I called 911, pulled the emergency button, and 911 came, and they saved us. That's a dude working at the convenience store. I think I said woman, but it's a guy, obviously. Um, The man had gone to the gas station and ordered a pack of Swisher Sweets cigars. But when he lit them up, he didn't like the smell. Nobody does. Right? That's his first problem, buying Swisher Sweets, right? Well, I mean, if you're going to buy cigars, I suggest going to the Cigar Room 2 in Agawam. Yes. Good, good quality cigars at a reasonable price. You were just talking about the big bonk and smoke. This man said he thought that the cigar, the Swisher Sweet, had cologne on it. And so he tried to get his money back. The clerk that you heard from a moment ago refused. And so the guy went outside, filled a bucket with gas, opened the door, dumped the gas inside, and lit the place on fire. The problem is it's not even a good cologne. It's more like a high karate or maybe like a a British sterling. English leather. Yeah, right. Maybe like that kind. Mm. Maybe Axe body spray even. Posing (laughs) posing as cologne. That's acts is the kind of stuff that you use when you can't commit to something a little bit more expensive and smelling better. Yeah. Uh, they have the suspect in custody in the police station. They haven't released his name. The clerk was able to escape, obviously, because you heard from him in that clip. Clip number two. 
a Little League baseball game at the World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. A proud mama being interviewed in the stands on ESPN while her son was at the plate. You lived in Pennsylvania for seven years. How does it being back here? It's great. We flew into Baltimore. The drive-in, it just feels like home. We love Pennsylvania. Jacob mentioned earlier that he has been dreaming Wait a about... second, Julie. Jacob just hit one deep to right. Jacob just homered. <laughs> they love Pennsylvania a little more now. Yeah. I'm going to need you to sit here the whole time. No problem. I got you, Nicole. That's the mom, Nicole Zurich, as her son Jacob homered while she was being interviewed. That's awesome. He plays for the Pearland, Texas team, representing the Southeast region. And that home run helped Texas beat Pennsylvania 8-4 to to move on to play Tennessee tonight in the next round. So that's pretty cool. That's very, very cool. Yes. Uh, Clip number three, also a sports-related clip, because it features... Tom Brady, maybe, appearing on The Masked Singer. You know, there was that rumor that he was away from training camp with the Buccaneers because he was filming an episode of The Masked Singer. For 11 days? Well, he was also in the Bahamas with his family, but he might have jammed in a quick shoot on The Masked Singer. TMZ releasing this clip showing Judge Ken Jong from the show speculating on the identity of a contestant in a hummingbird costume. I think this could be the greatest of all time. He just got fined for not showing up to training camp because he is here on The Masked Singer. This is seven-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady. Tom, Is it Tom Brady in the hummingbird outfit? No. You don't think so, huh? <laughs> I really don't. You know, honestly, if if you're missing training <laughs> camp to be in the mask singer and the and the team ag- ag- agrees to this, yes. everybody should be ashamed of themselves. Might be time for him to retire at that point. You, you think? Uh, by the way, Ken Jong's first guess, I didn't play the whole clip, it's like three minutes long, was Peyton Manning. That was his first guess because he thought the hummingbird looked like Peyton Manning. Yep, no. And then he switched. To Tom Brady. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I guess that episode of The Mass Singer will be coming up soon on whatever network shows that atrocity. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen a particular episode of that. Have you? I, I ha- sad to say I have seen it, yeah. but uh, I don't even know. I, I But but like half-assed. Like, it's on, but I'm candy crushing it at the same time. Now, waiting with bated breath for that episode of The Mass Singer. Not really. Coming up next in the 102-second sports, kudos for a Western Mass athlete who got a new coaching job. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Cash? Hey, it's Carla. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win. A $102 cash card. Free cash? Money. We'll choose a winner each week until August 26th. Driven by Country Hyundai, Country Nissan, Northampton Volkswagen, Volvo Cars, Pioneer Valley, Genesis of Northampton, and Tommy Carr Collision Center. And Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. So Duncan is already ready for you to fall hard. Oh, you're busting out the fall language, are you? Actually, I'm using already and ready in the same sentence. Well, that too. And, you know, we're talking to you about falling hard. You're busting out the sweaters in the 80-degree weather. So it's time to get your fill of the fall at Duncan. Grab a new... following takes place between 8 a.m. 
and 9 a.m. It is 8 o'clock on Rock 102. We'll have highs in the mid to high 80s for today. Lots of sunshine for today. Also, same highs for tomorrow, close to 90, but a 70% chance of rain. For the weekend, Saturday and Sunday are looking pretty good. The weather is brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com is the place for more info. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. In baseball, Toronto beat the Red Sox. What else is new? A 3-2 win for the Blue Jays in 10 innings. The Red Sox are seven games out of a wild-card slot with just 38 games to go in the regular season. Elsewhere, the Yankees will be at Oakland tonight to take on the A's. The Mets will host the Colorado Rockies. In football, the Patriots... In Las Vegas to take on the Raiders tomorrow night. Their final preseason tune-up before they start the regular season on the road in Miami against the Dolphins on Sunday, September 11th. You'll hear all Patriots action all year long right here on Rock 102, including the last preseason game coming up tomorrow night. In golf, the TGL is now here. It could stand for the Tiger Golf League, but the T, I guess, Stands for technology. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy teaming up to fight against the Live Golf Tour with this new idea they have to put golfers on a virtual course and have them play some skills competitions in front of live audiences on live television during the winter time. They'll compete against each other up to 17 times for average purses of $20 million. They'll play on that virtual course, and people will be able to wager on the outcome. I think it sounds pretty exciting. That's it for your 102-second sports. And coming up next in his view from the couch, Baxel talks about uh, Dennis Rodman and his planned trip to Russia to save Brittany Griner. That's next on Rock 102. Here's what's happening. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, when it comes to an international crisis, when it comes to a situation that demands a high level of diplomatic skill, when it comes to crafting a delicate level of statesmanship, there is no one more qualified to negotiate top-level agreements than two-time Defensive Player of the Year and five-time NBA champion Dennis Rodman. Now, you may recall just a few days ago, Dennis announced that he was ready to fly to Russia, meet with Vladimir Putin, and safely negotiate the release of imprisoned WNBA star Brittany Griner from her nine-year-long prison sentence. And while that news certainly created a long sigh of relief, I am saddened to tell you that Dennis is no longer going to Russia. Why? Well, let's just say the trip has now been canceled after he was contacted by the U.S. State Department, who strongly urged him to curtail his international diplomatic efforts. I don't know if the State Department feels that his skills would be better served negotiating other international disagreements or if they felt that Dennis Rodman is some sort of idiot. All I can tell you is the government has intervened by claiming that Dennis Rodman's involvement would, quote, hinder and complicate their efforts to secure Brittany Griner's release. Of course, I should point out that the United States government hasn't exactly convinced the Russians to hand her over yet and that perhaps Dennis Rodman is the only man for the job. I've certainly seen enough episodes of Homeland to know that when... These sorts of crazy discussions break down. You sometimes have to go with the craziest option. And since Claire Danes and Mandy Patinkin are likely unavailable, the rest of the world was busy getting ready to see a true professional at work. Well, not this time. This time, the government wants to resolve the Brittany Griner fiasco without the help of Dennis Rodman leading the diplomatic corps. 
I personally think that's a mistake. The Russians aren't listening to reason now, but they might be willing to budge when faced with somebody who is completely unreasonable. And in my mind, that somebody is five-time champion Dennis Rodman. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Bits and blades, big sale at Rockies, DeWalt, Irwin, drill bits, paddle blades, impact rays, screwdrivers, and more. About time to replace those dull bits and blades. But don't miss the August Bits and Blades sale, which is going on right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. And Led Zeppelin with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Good weather today. Good weather Saturday. Good weather Sunday. Tomorrow, not so much. Tomorrow, a 70% chance of rain. But highs in the mid to high 80s for all four of the next few days. Hey, I meant to say and congratulate during the 102-second sports, Taylor Schmidt, the Westfield native, and the assistant golf pro at Springfield Country Club, she was recently named head coach at Holy Cross for the women's golf program there. So oh, congrats cool. to Taylor Schmidt. That's a cool job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also a cool job, driving a Brinks truck. I always thought I'd like to do that. Really? Or, or drive any kind of truck. My son drives a truck for his job. And I'm always talking to him about it. I'm always wondering, you know, I'm always curious because I love geography. Hey, where are you at? Because, you know, he's out in some roadway somewhere in the greater Cincinnati area, which is where he and his new bride live. And I always like hearing about where he's at, what roadways, what are the route, what routes. I, I, I think I could do that. I think I could be a, a truck driver. I think I could. Does, uh, does your son ever pick up the phone, hear you ask those questions? and go, Oh, my God, Dad, please stop. Probably. Does he say it? They come around and say, nope. Dad, please. Nope. I'm I'm trying to live my life here. He seems to enjoy it. Really? And, and sometimes he calls me and tells me where he's at on what roadway. So anyway, I think it's a cool thing driving So you're truck. exchanging coordinates so he can beam you up like uh, like you're Scotty on Star Trek? I, you know, and, and again, I'm only asking because I could see myself doing that job should my radio career ever fall through, which could happen at any moment in my 37 and a half year career. See, I don't think I could be a trucker. No. Well, I don't. Even, I don't like driving enough. I do. I love driving. Now, yeah, to me, like I'm, I'm not a big car guy. You know, to me, I, I like the car I have gets me to work. Mm-hmm. That's really all I care about. Right. You know, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm never going to be one of these guys that uh, you know, just has any kind of thrill driving a car. And the times I have driven, yeah, like like high end vehicles, mm-hmm. like you know, sometimes a a local car dealer will say, "Hey, we'd like you to to." tool around in our brand new whatever it may be uh, for an hour or two or a weekend and I, every time i do it i feel so uncomfortable right and it's only and the only one time where i sat in the car and said oh, wow that was pretty cool but it's like n- not enough to say how can i afford this myself but i'm I, the same I, way I, I couldn't do it i'm the same way when it comes to luxury automobiles i'm never yeah. going to have one of those but as far a, as i'm not going to afford it b i'm not comfortable i'm too big yeah and and, and as far as you know you know riding the Riding the great roads and uh, and, and 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 everything. I, I to me, I would fall asleep at the wheel far too often. See, it wouldn't happen to me, and it would also depend on what you're hauling. Like if you're hauling something really important or really cool, I think that would add to the allure of the job. Like explosives or guns? Maybe, sure, why not? Or driving a Brinks truck. This just in from the Los Angeles Times. There was a Brinks robbery recently of one of their trucks. And thieves made away with thousands, actually millions of dollars in jewelry in a late night heist on Interstate 5 near Los Angeles. It happened last month 
at a truck stop. (laughs) In the article this morning in the LA Times, one of the details, during the robbery, the driver of the Brinks truck was asleep inside the vehicle while the thieves were ripping the thing off. So So he had no idea he was being robbed? No idea. According to Brinks, they allege that the driver, who they're suing, yeah. quote, didn't see or hear anything unusual during a 27-minute period in which the trailer's plastic seal was removed, its rear lock was cut away, <laughs> and its contents... <laughs> this guy must have been out right? cold. And here's the other great detail. You know, these Brinks trucks, they have two people, usually, one a passenger, one a driver, and then they you know take over for each other. The other guy in the armed truck was inside the truck stop getting food, and he didn't see nothing he didn't either. See anything. See, that's uh, that's kind of hard to imagine. You know, like a Brinks truck isn't so big that you couldn't feel it like moving around mm-hmm. or someone fiddling around with it, right? You know, if you're looking at a big, you know, an eighteen wheeler yep. and someone's fiddling around with the uh, with the, tr- you may never know because you, you probably wouldn't feel it. It's too big. Uh, the estimates of a loss for the Brinks company, by the way, anywhere from $10 million to roughly 10 times that amount because Ouch. they're still apparently trying to figure out the uh, inventory and what was taken. Uh, the heist occurred July 11th at the Flying J Travel Center outside Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I... I, uh, I, <laughs> I can't, you, know, you know, if you know the driver is inside the car... right? Because, I mean, you have to believe they they looked, right? Yeah, I guess, right? right? So let's assume that you know right. there's a driver in the car. Yeah. Would you maybe think about grabbing the next Brinks, tr- Brinks truck or, say, like uh, another you know, cargo truck that's that's uh, carrying something valuable? Maybe. I would probably say too dangerous. Too well, dangerous to go to the Brinks. Well, maybe they looked and he was obviously snoring. Cutting some logs, whatever you're going to say, and m- maybe they just realize, hey, this guy is out. We're going in. I mean, I know, I know. For me, I'm impossible to wake up, right? Until a certain time of day, like when the alarm goes off at three o'clock, I'm mm-hmm. up. Yeah. But if the house is on fire at midnight, then yep. I've been asleep for a couple hours. Yeah. Good luck trying to wake me up. Or if somebody's robbing your Brinks truck in your house. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's that's how I store my money in a Brinks truck in yeah. my in my rumpus room. Yeah, well, I I I'm the opposite. I I'm a light sleeper and I wake up at the drop of a hat. So I think I'm going to apply for the job. I'm sure they're looking for responsible and awake drivers now for the Brinks Corporation. Well, I guess that I guess that takes you out of the running. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. I'm I'm responsible for what? I'm awake. For now, <laughs> you're driving a Brinks truck to you know one bank to another. I got, I'm going to have to pull over, use the bathroom, take a nap, get some something to eat. I was up all night last night at home. I couldn't sleep at all. I'd be awake. I'd be alert. I'd be driving that nope. Brinks truck responsibly. No, man. I'm telling you. thank you. No, <laughs> I'm in. Plus, you know, it's it's a Brinks truck. Yeah. So you know you're carrying valuable stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, if you're going to be driving a truck of any kind. Mm-hmm. That might be the most uh, stressful truck, other than say like a like a like a truck full of butane or propane, sure. or, you know, something that's good, you know, that's highly explosive. Okay, well, maybe about a, a truck full of beer. How about that? Well, that's fine. Okay, that's that's reasonable. All right, it's uh, the video for 
Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith, directed by David Fincher, the guy who directed Seven and other big movies. It's oh, really? Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102, minus the Steve part, who was at the Kid Rock show last night. Uh, hey, if you haven't uh, checked out the uh, Daily Podcast yet, uh, you don't know what you're missing. Uh, well, you, you probably do know what you're missing, but I can tell you it's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. And back to these musical podcasts this week, my uh, guest is drummer Jeff Plate from a Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They'll Ooh. be coming through the area, but uh, those dates have not been announced quite yet, although I know when they are, and I know when they're coming, and they are coming. Uh, but he's also played with Sabotage and Metal Church, and he's got a brand new band called All Terrain Mother's Day. Next week, I'm going to welcome back Thomas Walsh from the band Pugwash. This is one of the great songwriters uh, of the, the last 25, 30 years. Uh, guys like uh, Ray Davies of the Kinks, Brian Wilson, Andy Partridge from XTC, and uh, Jeff Lynn of ELO are huge fans of this guy, and he is phenomenal. And they got a chance to talk to him again. Had a chance to meet him uh, last February. He did a uh, he uh, came from Ireland to play at a house concert mm. in uh, in Fall River, actually New Bedford, and it was uh, it was very very cool. So he's going to be my guest on Monday on Rock One Hundred Two dot com. So the preseason winding down in the NFL. We'll have the final Patriots preseason game tomorrow night, right here on Rock One Hundred Two, as they face off against the Raiders in Las Vegas. The other team that you follow, the Green Bay Packers, yep. are playing tonight in Kansas City against the Chiefs, and they're mourning the death in Kansas City of Hall of Fame quarterback Len Dawson. You know, uh, you ever, not uh, not that I'm laughing at the death of Len Dawson. He was a beloved player. But did you ever see that picture of him? You know, back in uh, back in the day, back when he was playing, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there, uh, you know, on a like a metal chair. Just smoking a cigarette. It's during a game, In Bax. the middle of a game. It's just, during just, a game. Just sitting there like, yep. man, I'll tell you what, I'm working my ass off in that field. Sure could use a unfiltered camel right now. Yep. Uh, he's smoking on one of those, and there's a green Fresca bottle between his feet as well. Now, that's the way that NFL players used to be back well, in the day, right? Back then, I yep. believe Fresca was uh, <laughs> was an energy drink. But, uh, but you remember, I'm, I'm look, looking at the picture right now. It's a classic picture. But yeah, and the funny part about it is that was seen as no big deal back then because you had like in like in baseball dugouts. Yep. If they weren't chewing tobacco, they were smoking cigarettes all the time. Well, you know, there's a famous Sports Illustrated cover shot of Richie Allen, Dick Allen, yep. smoking a cigarette in the dugout. It was yeah. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And that's and and that was that was yep. not considered to be the uh, the weird part about the picture. Right, right. Uh by the way, that picture of Len Dawson, the legendary Chiefs quarterback with a fresca between his legs and a Marlboro or whatever it is. That was during the Super Bowl, <laughs> at halftime of the Super Bowl. Well, it was it was an exhausting game, if yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> I love it. You can check it out, by the way. It's online right now. Maybe I'll put a link to it on the Rock 102 Facebook page. It's 8.30. News is next on Rock 102. The Free Music Friday Concert Series returns to MGM Springfield. 8.32. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Excuse me. I was just puffing on a Viceroy to get ready for the newscast a moment ago. Here I am, ready to go. A Viceroy? Yes. Is they, do they still exist, by the way? I they? have no idea. A vantage? A vi- Maybe a vantage. Yes. 
A Virginia Slim seems like uh, more your your speed. How did you know? Hey, all that rain that we had earlier this week triggered a combined sewer overflow in Holyoke and Chicopee. Now, in Holyoke, the city's system is designed to discharge overflow into the river to reduce the risk of backups into streets and homes. So it's there. It's in the Connecticut River, and they're warning folks to stay away from the Connecticut River due to that sewage collected in the river and the overflow as the result. Uh, folks are being asked not to come into contact with the Connecticut in Chicopee, Holyoke, Springfield, West Springfield, Longmeadow, and Agawam for the next 48 hours. I can avoid uh, going into the river for that long. That doesn't seem to be too uh, too complicated. I've lived here now for almost two years since I moved from New York State, and I have yet to go into the Connecticut River. And I used to live here when I was growing up in the area, and I never went in the Connecticut River. I don't think I've ever even been on the Connecticut River. Never been uh, doing a little uh, seafaring? No. Little uh, or, little nautical action? Or, or river cruising or anything like that? Not that I'd be opposed to it. I just have never done it before. There's great fishing in the in the, uh, in the the river. Okay. Especially around the, uh, the sewage. I mean, if you like a three-eyed trout or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, something with like thirty-six gills. This is the this is the time to do it. All right. Well, and I'm always looking for some nice seafood to eat for dinner. Pretty sure there's a lot of brown trout uh, out there right now. Excellent. I'll be lo- I'll be looking for those. Is there a special um, bait that you use to catch those? <clears throat> or not? No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, you can probably use any kind of bait. Anything really. will do. All right. Hey, the Hampton County DA's office identifying the victim of a homicide that had occurred in Springfield early Saturday morning. Twenty-nine-year-old John Rivera was the victim. He was of Springfield and identified as the victim in the fatal shooting that occurred at Long Hill Street in Springfield on Saturday morning, about 1.45 in the morning. Also, other investigations ongoing at a home on Bach Lane in South Hadley, where power company workers were also involved in the investigation. They had to cut the electricity. All of that because an illegal grow operation was occurring there on Bach Lane. An unidentified 64-year-old man taken mm. into custody. Real green thumb over there. Mm-hmm. But how much was he? Uh, how much was he growing? Doesn't say. The search warrant on the home executed at 9:22 in the morning, just yesterday, while our show was wrapping up here on Rock 102. Yeah, you know the thing is, uh, if if you're growing more. Than the required, than than the uh, than the uh, um, like you know six plants mm-hmm. per adult or you know a right. maximum of sure. of twelve. If you're growing substantially more than that, somebody is going to flip on you. You can't trust anybody these days. No matter how good you think you got everything uh, covered, there's always going to be somebody who's going to turn you in. Are you saying one of his clients maybe turned him in, like tried to extort him? May, with, uh, maybe, you know, give, give me a certain amount of marijuana for my price or else I blow you in. That's You, know, you just never really know. Okay. Do you know your customers? Do your customers know you? Right. You know, you're asking a, a great deal of trust in that exchange. Mm-hmm. Investigators talking about the 911 call that resulted in a police response that shut down Park Square Green area in Westfield back on August 12th. Westfield police detectives continuing to work leads in the investigation into the hoax call. Public safety dispatchers has received a 911 call from an anonymous individual who claimed to have a rifle and a bomb in downtown Westfield with the intention to start shooting people. 
It prompted an immediate response from the police who cleared out the area of Park Square in Westfield and searched for evidence of the caller's claim. None was found. It was considered to be a hoax. Still is, but the investigation is not done. Well, yeah, because they can pretty much track whoever called in the hoax. Mm -hmm. Punish him or her accordingly. The start of the Big E, now just weeks away. I know you pointed this out earlier in the week, Bax. Some people in Western Mass are speaking out about the condition of Memorial Avenue with all the potholes. Western Mass News running a story about that right now. Hundreds, maybe thousands of potholes, according to one person who spoke with Western Mass News. Also, sunken sewer covers. And with the new pavement on top of the old pavement, according mm. to one of the customers, it feels like, quote, you're driving a boat on water along that stretch of Memorial Drive. I can't say I know enough about road construction to say this definitively, mm-hmm. but I would think that a pothole would be more dangerous if you were able to drive over it going the posted speed limit. Mm-hmm. During the Big E, ain't nobody going the posted speed limit. Yeah. I think the maximum uh, miles per hour you get trying to get into the Big E is two. Right. I love watching cars doing like a slalom, by the way, where they can spot those potholes ahead of time and yep. they're like doing their car is weaving in and out. That's dangerous, too. Yeah, but if you're bumper-to-bumper traffic trying to get into the Big E, you may not be able to avoid that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're doing everything you can not to hit the cop in the box on your way into the Big E. So, you know, be very careful. But again, you're only going two miles an hour if you... You find yourself in a pothole. You're going. You're going in slow. Mm. And what's the food, by the way, at the Big E for you? Is there one in particular? Or? You know, they haven't. Uh, I mean, I like when when they announce what the like the new stuff yes. that's coming in, well, and I, they haven't had that store yet. No, no. I, I think I saw something about a bacon wrapped deep fried yeah, Oreo. But they, there's usually a story because what well, the story that they posted today about is all the things that are going on on all the various fairs around Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. That's not the story I'm waiting for. Okay. I'm waiting for the story that says, okay, here's what's coming up food-wise at the Big E. Mm-hmm. Here are the specific new items. Okay. And I haven't seen that story yet. All right. you know, to me, I'm holding back everything until I do. Now, it's, you know, what do I love eating down there? Well, you know, uh, to me, I've always been a big fan of the Rhode Island building. Okay. Where I can get myself some chowder, mm-hmm. get myself some clam cakes. And is that the white? chowder or the clear chowder is I that the rhode island pre- specialty pre- yes i prefer the clear ah, quahog chowder i've never tried that before. oh my god mm-hmm. some people aren't gonna like it maybe it's an acquired taste mm-hmm. but that to me that's always stuff that i grew up grew up with mm-hmm. in, in my hometown we had a place that did clam bakes all all mm-hmm. summer long and they served a clear chowder mm-hmm. and i love that clear chowder all right. Yeah, but the clam bakes were, were were terrific. And the Rhode Island building not only has those things, they got the Dell's frozen lemonade, which is uh, a, another thing from my youth. I've heard about that. And uh, which I love. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of other things. The Rhode Island building is where I go. To me, that's okay. like the best food on the uh, in, in the whole fair. Certainly certainly a whole lot better than a baked potato I can make at home. Yes. It didn't require me to stand around for two and a half hours. I'm going to put it on my list, that uh, clear chowder. So good. Maybe the foot... But, lo- but don't get that without the clam cakes. you got to oh. have both. Okay. Wait, what clam cakes? Clam cakes. Clam... What's the other thing that's made... With- well, they, they say clam fritters, but oh. it's, it's it's the same thing. Okay. They'll say... Oh, crab cakes. I was thinking of crab cakes. So clam cakes is like crab cakes, except with clams. No. No? No? no. no? Totally different. Oh. Totally different. Okay. 
a, a crab cake is like you know crab and like uh, and like bread mm-hmm. and all that like a stuffing yeah all put together like a patty yeah yeah no this is like a batter with clams in it and it's dipped in hot oil okay. and fried okay and it comes out like a like a little ball mm. it's a ball of clams and okay. they're so greasy and bad for you and and unhealthy but oh they're so delicious all right again on my list probably not on my list is the latest deal with subway they're finding a creative way to cut costs and offer deals to their customers it's the footlong pass coming out in september sort of like a combination between sandwiches and football yeah the footlong pass 15 bucks you get a subscription that gives you 50% off your foot-long subway purchase each day during the month of September when you participate through Subway's app or with the website and use daily digital codes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah come on. Right? I mean, you'd have to buy a lot, right? I, I don't know how much a foot-long goes for, but you're not going to go every day No, during I the mean, month of September. Of, of course not. And they don't even have the five dollar foot long anymore, right? Yeah, I mean, that, to me, that was uh, the only reason to go because I would only have five bucks. Now, mm. I don't know. Subway's Subway is the place I go when there's absolutely nothing left open. Yeah, I, I don't think I've been to one in years. Yeah, no. Yeah. At one point, I was thinking about maybe becoming a Subway franchisee back when I was in college, because that was the hottest thing back then. It was like, ooh, yeah, look at all the people. They're sprouting up everywhere. That's right. Now, I don't even go there to buy a sandwich. And by the way, the Subway footlong pass deal available across the U.S., except in Iowa. The pass not available in Iowa, where apparently they don't like their Subway enough to do that. No, or there's some sort of ordinances that prevent you from getting that kind of deal. Mm. I don't know. It's 842 on the back Steve and Dave show here at Rock 102. Duncan is already ready for you to fall. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850 when Stone Temple Pilots are back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. If you're looking for a nice day to enjoy outside, today's the day. Also, Saturday and Sunday look good. Tomorrow, not so much. We've got highs in the mid to high 80s all of those days, but tomorrow there's a 70% chance of rain. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about this, but uh, but Robert Kraft was, was uh, one of the names being considered for the Football Hall of Fame. Right. Uh, in a group of uh, of a bunch of uh, people like Rune Arledge and Mike Holmgren and uh, Art Modell and Dan Reeves and uh, you know Art Rooney, mm-hmm. few other names, uh, Robert Kraft did not get selected to be a finalist uh, in the in the Hall of Fame voting. Well, that's not a happy ending. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh. You, you did an old rub and tug type of joke, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, Chargers and Cardinals coach Don Coriel mm-hmm. got in. Uh, he'll be enshrined if he gets 80% of the final vote in January. Right. But of that group, he was the only one to go on to be a finalist. Now, I mean... Air Coriel, man. It no, was, I get it. It was he, big he, back in the day. I, I understand that. And, mm-hmm. he, and he, you know, you, you, it's hard to argue against a guy like Don Coriel. Yep. Lance No Pants Rensel. Uh, Lance Allworth. Well, was Lance Allworth, I guess, would have been. John Hadle, the Mad Bomber himself. No, I, I get it. Yep. But I will... Uh, I got to tell you that in that list... Robert Kraft is the only guy mm-hmm. that uh, put together six Super Bowl championships, and it's him. Yeah. He's the owner. Without ownerships, so you've got nothing. So I don't know, man. It, it seems to me that uh, in spite of what happened at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa uh, mm-hmm. three years ago, right? or how many long years of what? Uh, yeah, 2019, 
um, he deserves to go in. Yeah, he's the best owner in football. Well, there's a, there's plenty of other owners that are in there. People like Curly Lambeau of the Packers. And, yeah, uh, Jim, Jim. I think I think uh, the, the Cowboys guy. Isn't yeah, Jerry Jones. He's is in there, there, right? I mean, if you listen, if you would choose Jerry Jones mm-hmm. over a Robert Kraft, there's something broken down with the system. Yep, someone's not. Somebody is voting politically rather than with reason. I suppose. You know, I mean, the good names on that list. But Robert Kraft is going to have to wait another year to uh, to get the uh, the distinction that he deserves. Mm. I think. Well, I mean, I think if there's anyone who can wait it out, it, it's him. I mean, the, the other. I mean, the other guys. Some of them have passed away. Guys like Dan Reeves recently died. So you know, maybe it's the time to get them in. Yeah, I mean, it would be good. I mean, is Coriel even alive? I don't know. It's a good question. And I don't even know if he's still alive. I I would say no. I know after coaching. The San Diego Chargers, I think he went on to coach the Cardinals with Jim Hart as yeah, the quarterback. He's, he's been dead since 2010. Yeah. So, again, so that, I mean, that guy can wait. That guy well, can wait a year or well, two because he's, he's not going to show up. You could say that, but you, you could also say that the longer these dead guys go without getting in, the more people have a tendency to forget about them. You know what I'm saying? Don Coriel would be a guy that people might forget about. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I mean, 2010. He was 85 at the time he died. He was born in 1924. He's an old. He was an old dude back then. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, yes, he was a great coach. But uh, I don't know. Robert Kraft mm-hmm. before the before Robert Kraft, the Patriots were awful. Just try to remember what the old days used to look like. Right. It wasn't good. Very ugly. Very ugly. I know. He's gonna. He's getting in. I, I wouldn't worry about it. He's getting in. So he didn't get in this year. He's still getting in. Let's hope so. A couple guys in that list you would think would already be in. Like Dan Reeves, I would think, would have been in there already. Mm. You know, maybe not a Mike Shanahan, but uh, Art Rooney Jr. Yeah, you can make an argument with that. Mm-hmm. Art Modell, he shouldn't get in simply because he took took the Browns out of Cleveland. Yeah. Simply because of that. The, the, the midnight move, right? That's... It was a horrible, horrible situation for anyone who was a Browns fan. Yeah. It took years before you got the, your Browns back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they they went to they they left. They uh, they went to. Uh, well, I think you're thinking of the. I think you're thinking of the Colts going to Indianapolis, right? Or no? Are we confusing two different situations? Well, no, because the Browns ceased to exist for well, a number true. of years. That's true. That's true. Simply because Art Modell took him out of town. Yeah. And there you go. It's uh, 8.55 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102.